This is Stories of New Americans with Ron Clutho, featuring inspirational and fascinating personal stories of people from all corners of the globe who are now in St. Louis. We'll take a look at the U.S. through newcomers' eyes, get some insight into world history and cultures, and maybe learn something about ourselves. Stories of New Americans on News Talk STL. Welcome back to Stories of New Americans here on News Talk STL. Uh, tonight I'm joined by Yuri Bolato from Korea. Hi, I'm the last Yuri name. Bolato. She's from Korea. <laughs> Welcome. Annyeong haseyo. Annyeong haseyo. My name is Yuri Bolato and also Yuri Park in Korean name. Oh, that Park is your maiden name. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, seems like every Korean I know is e- last name is either Park or Lee or Kim. Are those like the three top surnames? Yeah, that's right. We have a lot of Kim and Park and Lee. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I as usual, I, I'd like to set the scene by having you tell us where Korea is on the map. I think a lot of people know, but talk about the countries that it okay. borders and where it's on the map. Okay. South Korea country in East Asia is occupies the southern portion of the Korean Peninsula. And South Korea also has a land border with North Korea in North side. And the country also shares maritime borders with China and Japan. Okay. So it's like a like a peninsula. Yeah. Um and you know it because of its close relations or close you know located near China and Japan and shared history. I was asking you before if there's some shared culture with Japanese and Chinese culture, and you you said yes, but it's more generally Asian culture. I was talking about things like, I guess, respect for elders and respect for education. Yeah, I think, as you know, Korea has under Japanese colonial rule from 1910 to 1945. Mm -hmm. This is my parents' age, yeah? So uh, for the first 10 years, Japan ruled directly through the military and any Korean descent was swiftly crushed. So I think they lost a lot of their own culture mm-hmm. and their own language and their own, like, uh, some feelings or something like that. So your parents, did they talk, talk to you about living under the Japanese? Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't talk that much, though, yeah. but uh, they spoke Japanese language. That means maybe they, when they were elementary school, they called not elementary school as something used different to a, Jap- yeah. a Japanese language, yeah. and they touch a lot of Japanese culture and their language. Did they have to speak Japanese then? Yeah, my uh, my parents no, not not fluently, but they spoke uh, a Japanese a little bit. Were my, people allowed to speak Korean when the Japanese were? Uh, I think uh, they prohibited, but. But they didn't lose their own language, yeah, because they were not, yeah. not here. Yeah. They were like uh, maybe teenagers and some twenty early twenties something. Mm. My my father like uh, maybe a teenagers age, so they knew. It. Mm. This was nineteen ten. You said until 19, yeah, nineteen ten to nineteen forty five. The end of the war, yeah, basically. It's a, yeah, it's wow. a thirty years, okay. thirty five years. Yeah, you know, I when I I taught English in Japan, and I, I met some Koreans. Actually, they were third or fourth generation Koreans, but they lived, they were born in Japan. 
And um, they told me that even though they were born there, they could never become Japanese citizens because they're ethnic Koreans. Yeah, my actually my father he was born in Japan. Was he really? Yeah, and her he and his mother, my grandma, they moved to uh, Korea, South Korea, and when he was uh, three years. So, but he didn't say that not much though. But um, I read about his uh, biography. Mm-hmm. He was a kind of very famous poet in South Korea. He passed away now, but so really? uh, I knew it. Yeah, he he was extremely intelligent and smart. Uh, he was a poet also. Yeah, he was poet also. Wow, newspaper editor. He was okay. Yeah, so um. But he remembered a little memory uh, when he was Japan, but usually not much. Though we didn't talk about not much. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's. You know. I want to talk a little. I, you don't want to talk about politics now, but we have to talk about a little bit about North and South because that's such a big issue. And, um, you know, as we all know, Korea is divided between North and South, and um. I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. Um, I know a lot of families are divided, and a lot of families in the South have relatives in the North, and vice versa. Do you do you know if your family has any relatives that are in the North? Actually, I don't have any family in North Korea, but I heard a lot of uh, kind of old generations yeah. in seventies, eighties. Yeah. They have uh, some relatives in North Korea. Yeah. They are still living there, so. A long time ago, I don't know they are doing now. They have uh, some program mm-hmm. as a kind of as a meeting time. I North Korean people and South Korean people, so relatives that they had a meeting yeah. time, and then we watched the show long time ago, maybe twenty years ago, and then, but nowadays I, they didn't do that because it's more open minded and it's an open situation. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. so they can contact each other, mm-hmm. send them letter, some stuff. So uh, it's more like uh, all, all opened nowadays. I think I did see that yeah. television when the families were yeah. reunited. Um, I know you've been away from Korea for a long time. You've lived yeah. here for some time. But do you, when you were there, did you, like how much was this on people's minds, the North versus the South? Would people nervous about this or did people just not even think about it? Mm, I'll, I don't think they are nervous about this situation because you know that as a, even if they threatened us, it's not easy to make a war and something difficult situation. They they already feel they know it. So my, in my family, they are not worried about war and they just want to re- United together. Do you think that will ever happen? Like Germany reunited. Yeah, and... they really want to do that uh, peacefully. Yeah, not peacefully, like uh, not like uh, power. Right. Not like yeah. So they really want to do that. Do you think it will happen in our lifetime? Um, I kind of I trust that it will happen someday. Not not right away, but in the future, absolutely it will happen. Oh, but we will have a lot of problem economic, yeah, economic, language yeah. and something. But I believe that it will happen. That would be great. I know, yeah, Germany had a lot of economic problems for one thing. And I, language you mentioned, because North Korea is so isolated, 
I think the language might have developed differently there from the way it is in the South, right? Like it's almost like a different dialect or not? Um, actually, the Korean language Hangul is called Hangul. Mm-hmm. It's spoken in both North and South. And, but there are some differences in the way that it is spoken in each country. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, there has developed that uh, a differences in dialect between the South Korea and North Korea because of the geographical and so, uh, socio-political isolation. Right. Yeah. So it's natural that yes. people would develop different ways. If Some not. pronunciation is different mm-hmm. and sometimes meaning. Oh. Meaning is different. But actually, we can understand what do they say. Can you think of an example of a oh, different? I don't want to put oh, you on the like, spot. Uh, but. Oh, yeah. Like army, a friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. A friend we called chingu, uh-huh. but they called dongmu. It's a kind of, a, it's very different sound. Yeah. And meaning is so different. Oh. So, uh, and also Korean young generations, they speak a lot of, they use a lot of uh, slangs, yeah? Mm. But they never use the slang. Right, right, yeah, right. They, oh, usually they use formal okay. language, but we use a lot of unform, uh, uh, informal, informal and, and slang. slangs. Yeah. They never understood that. Yeah, that would yeah, that's that would be interesting to see. Yeah, that's what I'm go- that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, yeah, it would be maybe hard to communicate with people from these two different countries. Yeah, but you know, the South Korea has become, I mean, after the war, I guess the country was pretty devastated, but it's become really an economic powerhouse since World War II. It's you know the it's one of the wealthiest countries in the world, I believe. And how did that happen? How did how did the country develop so quickly and so well? I think Korea has a lot of good merit, like uh, uh, computer technology and <clears throat> method, and but we have a lot of big, uh, like a company, as you know, Hyundai and Samsung. Oh, they uh, expanded so much different items to not just the USA and Europe and everywhere, mm-hmm. and they have uh, so much branches in all of the world. Mm-hmm. And maybe that that have to their uh, yeah economics and were, were you maybe your parents must have noticed um, I mean when, when they were growing up under the Japanese and then after the war life must have been really hard but they it must have been so fascinating for them to see the change economic change from after the war to like say the seventies or eighties or nineties and maybe you noticed that too you're not quite that old but um, just people that lived through that, lived through the Korea over the last seventy-five years. It's been such a such a positive change for you know economic growth. I think economic growth it it uh it it doesn't mean just for the economic or something. A lot of things different. They uh, Korean has a lot of famous things like uh, music. Mm-hmm. It's called like a K-pop. And K-pop. like a, yeah, as a bang time boys, talk about they <laughs> contribute to, to the economics. It's it's not like a big group, yeah. but it's they are contributing to the country by the music culturally too. Yeah, yeah. culturally, and then the other one like a cosmetic market. Oh, they love every um, a lot of all of the world people they really love the Korean cosmetic stuff. Oh, and it's one of the big uh economic economic. <clears throat> And then passion trend, 
They passion, fashion. Oh, fashion. Yeah, uh-huh. fashion trend. Yeah, they are very um good. And nowadays, it's a transformed the traditional uh, clothing. It's it's called humble, but they are using not they are making not just humble like uh, a lot of home stuff like uh, bed sheet and pillow covers and curtains and mm-hmm. and they are using a lot of things. Is it? It's it's all of them is contributing to the economic situation. So that's why Korea is kind of different now. Yeah. 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 You 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 mentioned the fashion and you said the tra- the traditional Korean dress with a really high waist. Yeah, that that was the really tradition called hanbo. It's that, a very it's a very uncomfortable no. especially for the women. Yeah. It's a really uncomfortable. They are uh, transformed as a remake as a mm-hmm. really like a modern style mm-hmm. so many people they like that mm-hmm. and like we call the Geryang Hanbok transformed the Hanbok mm-hmm. as very famous popular yeah okay um let's talk about your childhood in Korea before you came here yeah and uh where where, where were you born in Korea uh, I was born. It's called Yosu City. It's my hometown. It's a port port city. Port city. Yeah, on South Korea's East China Sea coast. Okay. Yeah, and Yosu is the second largest city, Jeollanam-do province. You know that Korea has nine provinces. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, provinces are one of the first level divisions in Korea. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, my uh, province is called Jeollanam-do, and my city is the second biggest city in Jeollanam-do. Okay. So province will be like a state here, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, it's a state. So we have nine provinces in Korea. Okay. Yeah, so, and then Yosu is a very, um, one thing is Yosu is a very uh, developed city because of the, we have a huge chemical chemical company complex. Oh. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. So, if they okay. have a lot. Now you said it's a port city. What what's the weather like there? Is it does it get really it's hot weather, in the summer? So yeah, we have a really four seasons, oh. and so it's 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 like a Saint Louis city, but really? uh, Saint Louis is hotter than my hometown. Does it get humid little. there like it does here? Yeah, it's different to bad humidity. Yeah. So yeah, and the other one is very similar, yeah. like a long uh, long winter, uh, long summer, a short autumn. <laughs> Like, yeah. like a saying. Yeah. Like it is here. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get too much into this, I, let's, I want to take a short break here. Cause okay. Two for one, but let's let's take a short break and then we'll come back and continue your story of child, okay. childhood in Korea. Yeah. And then how you eventually came here. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Stories of New Americans on Newstalk STL. We'll be right back. Stories of New Americans with Ron Clutho on News Talk STL. Stories of New Americans. Brought to you in part by Arnell's Hardwoods. For all of your laminate and hardwood flooring needs, call them at 314 314- Three nine seven three two five two. Stories of New Americans. Brought to you in part by the Indoor Comfort Team. For all of your heating and cooling needs, call the Indoor Comfort Team at 314-230-9542.
This is Stories of New Americans with Ron Clutho on News Talk STL. Okay, we're back with Yuri Pak Balato mm-hmm. from South Korea. And we just started talking about your childhood in the second largest city. And uh, let's let's pick up that story. How how many members were in your family? Did you have a large family? No, I'm uh, uh, two sisters and one brother. Oh. Um, I'm the youngest one in my family. Okay. Yeah, they are living or or three of them in Korea, and I'm just here, no friend, no family. Oh. Only my husband's family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. What What type of work did your father do? You said he was a poet. Yeah, he was the most influencer person in my uh, in my life. Mm. I told you already. My father was an extremely intelligent and smart guy. And well-educated person compared to his age, mm. you know. At the time, not many um old generations have a, had a, a high educated like my father. So, but he did. Okay. And he was the editor of a local un, un, uh, newspaper and poets, and he published a lot of uh, poetry books really? and essays. Mm. Yeah, he traveled the uh, U. Uh, United States and when he was about 40-something. Um, yeah. Did he ever write poetry in English? Yeah. One book he published uh, uh, into English. Really? One one book, yeah. And Korean and English both together. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he always encouraged me to improve my willingness, my initiative, and my confidence. Mm-hmm. So now... I'm not afraid of anything else. What what I do? Wow! <laughs> and this is because of teacher. my father. Yeah, he yeah. was my uh, my hero and my teacher. Wow! Yeah. Are your <laughs> siblings like that too? Are they kind of fearless? yeah, kind of uh, my um my oldest sister actually she is not our family is very Catholic. So my oldest sister she's known. Oh, she's a nun. Yeah, she's known. She got a master in Italy. Mm. And she has been lived over there during eight years. Okay. And now she has her own choir in her church, in Catholic wow. church, and he attended to time, uh, one times to the Catholic University in Seoul. So maybe her confidence, her lifestyle, maybe from my father's so. teaching. That, that's, yeah. That's you raised thought. a family of high achievers. That's great. What was your, um, let's talk about your childhood, your, your school days. How was your elementary school? Um, uh, I didn't remember that much about my elementary school because I'm... Um, really? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. If it, uh, it's totally different than now, so that's why oh. nowadays they have a lot of fun things to do and mm. like a lot of supporting from family, parents, but... At my age, we didn't do that because they are both. They were both busy. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, they have to work. Well, how many? I know in Japan there were I had like forty-five students in the classroom, how, yeah. and I understand Korea's got yeah. a lot of kids in the classroom too. Is that right? Yeah, it's a it's kind of a similar size, like uh, forty or uh, fifty to six. Oh no, no, forty-two. 30 to 40, something like the 45 or 50, yeah. Is it like that now still, do you know? No, 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 no not now. So they are uh, less than that, yeah. 20. But actually, I left Korea a long time ago. Okay. 
things are well, changing. Well, I heard that they have a small size of class now. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was what was the school like? Did what, uh, we talked about respect for teachers and education? So, did did the students have to stand up and bow to the teacher when he entered the yeah. class? Yeah. Uh, when I was elementary school, we did that, and for the first time, teachers came into the class, and we have a head of the class, yeah. Yeah. So, he stand up and her stand up and then bow, and we said. Yeah. And yeah. good morning, yeah. Yeah. And but nowadays they didn't do that. It's just a high. It's a kind of very um, wow. really, yeah, high yeah. and something like that. Mm. Yeah. No, uh, that's how it was when I was in Japan, and I wonder if it's still like that now there too, because it's been a while since I was there. But, uh, you know, it was shocking for me at first because, honestly, I don't think teachers get much respect here. <laughs> it was yeah. a nice surprise. Um, I don't know. It's, it depends on the bow, but. I, I read a lot of uh, articles, mm-hmm. and co- Korea is the same problem. Mm. They didn't respect uh, teachers that much. Wow. So they had a big problem sometimes. Uh, teachers, they uh, suicide, yeah? Suicide? Re- yeah, really? suicide because too much pressure. Really? You know, Korea, educa- the fever of the education, that is crazy in Korea. A lot of rich moms, they push it to her ch- their children also their teachers and then they got a, a lot of stress from the parents. The parents push the teachers? Yeah, because it's a high, uh, very rich area. I mean, it's a private school, yeah. not a public school. Oh. Yeah, they, so I read one article, one teacher at a private school. She was the first, first grade and teacher. One mom pushed her too much every time, maybe calling to her po- her personal phone, something like that, and she got a huge stress and so said, "I don't know because of the mom, because of the some student, but anyway, it, it happened. Mm. It's very sorry about that." Said. So the mother was kind of advocating for her. Yeah, child. I I read it like that, but I don't know what is the truth. Mm. Uh, anyway, she's she's suicide. It's not good. Um, what about high school then? Did you go to a, a Catholic school, a public school? No, no, no. I I went to the public school, and also um, we had a two foreign languages, foreign uh, language subject. One is mandatory. That was English. Mandatory English. Yeah, mandatory English. Okay. Yeah, we, they pushed the English okay. <laughs> so much, and yeah. the other one as a choice subject we that was. I had a French. Okay. And also, my major was French in college. Okay. Because I really love the French. Yeah. Did, were your teachers native speakers of English and French, or were they Korean? Uh, at the time, no. But nowadays, they have a native English teacher at many schools, but mm-hmm. uh, in my high schools, no. Mm-hmm. They're all Koreans. They uh, touch, touch us. So sometimes pronunciation problems, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. 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 But we do, we didn't have a, a native speaker. Okay, were there uh, clubs and after school activities and sports in the high school? I don't know about the club, but yeah, we did some sports like mm-hmm. ping pong, and that was very popular. Ping pong, ping pong, and we have a uh, like a uh, hobby clubs after school. Mm-hmm. So I have a talent for writing. So, okay. So my my um hobby club yeah. was it's a writing. It's like, we read a book together okay. and discuss about oh, okay. that, and okay. yeah, they had they are doing that now. 
And then what, apart from school, what, what did young people do for fun? Were there, were there like discos or dance clubs or was there sports, music? Uh, I don't know about the, the uh, dance, but it's a music. Music is very, very popular, yeah? and they have a high level of music uh, like processing in Korea. So, and also, they they are enjoying a game, mm-hmm. like a computer game. Computer game. Yeah, this is one of the problem in Korea. They are too much spending their time to the computer game. Yeah, it's not and, it's not only yeah, there. <laughs> and then, um, some like a cinema, oh. uh, cinema, and then. Was was American music popular when you were in high school over there? Yeah, it's a kind of a like, pop song. What uh, kind of like what the, singers were famous? At the, at the Olivia Newton John and okay. yeah, um, <laughs> like uh, I was a kind of old soul, so I like John Baez. And it, it, it's oh, very, John Baez. Yeah, yeah, it's not my age singer, but I I'm was, an old school. I'm an old soul school. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. And Emily Harris or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, still I'll. Uh, now, I, I, did that I help you them. with learning English? Did you learn list kind of learn English through songs or music? Yeah, yeah, we 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 got uh, some lyrics uh, into English, yeah. and then the, we can yeah, we can yeah. sing a song uh, using the paper and yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great way to learn. Um, I guess there was a lot of homework too in high school, right? Yeah, we did, we did. And nowadays, I don't know they are same or but still. Mm-hmm. I heard that they have a lot of homework mm. because they push them to go to the really good college and yeah, famous college university, and so they are still pushing them. Mm. A lot of they have a lot of people. pressure and stress. Yeah. Did most kids or did any kids or have part-time jobs when they were in high school? Uh, some of them. Some of them. They they are working at their like. Uh, uh, KFC kind of like her. Yeah, they are doing that. Some of them, uh, some. Yeah, I worked at McDonald's when I. Was uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What about after college then? I mean, after high school, did you go to college and t- continue your French study? Yeah. So okay. my major was French. But funny thing, after graduate, I became social worker. It's a really it's different story. I obtained a social social worker uh, license. And I became social worker. Did you stop the French or did you continue uh, French too? I stopped French. Okay. Yeah, it happened to me. Okay. Because fr- using the French, uh-huh. actually, I couldn't afford some jobs. Oh, you needed so, to be practical. And also, um, I had a, so I changed my mind. Okay. And I obtained a um, social worker Oh, interesting. Okay, did yeah. you work as a social worker then? Yeah, so I worked How was that? in uh, city hall government workers for like yeah. a really long time before moving here. <laughs> in the city hall of yeah. of your that, town, your city? Yeah, yeah, my town. Did, did, did you work with children, adults, or what, what was Yeah, your... um, I worked with a single mom Oh, and uh, the youth. Uh-huh. I met a lot of youth program, and for them, I, said, I was very famous because... All my bosses told me I never met some worker like you. Usually, many workers they copied some program from the book, something, but you made it by your own. Very creative. 
What were some of the uh, programs you started? There? I, I I remember there's some program is called uh, um, Be- become to poet uh, around the seaside, something like that. And then so we made a I um we made a lead class like a ten or twenty mm-hmm. young generations, and I invited some poet poet over there and they explained to them how to write in poetry and then well, that was the one of the program and the other one like uh, inside watching the movie inside or together with the family okay. and I made a big screen inside uh-huh. in the park uh, near our, uh, our hometown and then we invited our family and some children together and we watched the uh, movie using the big screen inside mm. that was the one of my program and i i, ha- I had a, a lot of things but actually i forgot <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but it was a really fun time how long did you do that uh almost 20 years 20 years yeah wow almost 20 years you should write a book about that what was your um can, can you think of a really really great um experience you had and maybe a kind of a difficult one too? Yeah, in Korea as a social worker, they have a lot of responsibility. It's different to here because in United States, the social workers, they have a very detailed jobs, yeah? Just own, only counseling, only manage the budget, uh, only uh, starting the case. Mm. But Korea, we have to do all everything mm. by myself. When I met the one client, I used to counseling with them and made a story some papers mm-hmm. and then if I have to do managing the budget and then after made a program for them and there's so so many things mm-hmm. have to had to do so what was, what was the most challenging um, situation you faced as a social worker if you can think of something uh, there are so many difficult clients. Some client really dangerous to us. Some client asked the money and some something what they want. We didn't do that because we have the some um, like a policy. Uh, so we didn't do that. They came to the city hall and then yelled and sometimes like uh, used the, some power something as a, that was kind of difficult. Mm. Yeah, but we. We had some situation a lot of times. Mm. Yeah. Um, at that time, what was your opinion about the United States? Did you ever think that you would be living here when when you were working as a social worker? Did you have oh, a thought yeah. about tried. coming to America? Or um, you... I tried for the first time. I moved here to Southern Line. I enrolled to the Madame Community College to become social worker again. But they asked me MSW, like a master, but I didn't get the master. So I asked to them why you guys didn't consider about my experience, long-term experience. They didn't care about that. I was very surprised. That anyway, yeah, the first I, time, I, yeah. I was shocked yeah. because it's, it's just language is different, but all experience, all method, all processing is same. I've heard a lot of people coming from yeah. other countries having that trouble. But when you, um, we're going to, I guess we're ready for another break in a minute. But when we come back, I want to talk about um, how you 
how and when and why you eventually did come to America. Okay. And then we'll talk about your life here. Okay. Good and bad. Uh, here, <laughs> you can tell me. You can be honest with me. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back. We're, we'll be right back. You're listening to Stories of New Americans on News Talk STL. Stories of New Americans with Ron Clutho on News Talk STL. Stories of New Americans. Brought to you in part by Samim Afghan Restaurant, featuring traditional Afghan cuisine and conveniently located on Manchester Road in the Grove. Stories of New Americans. Brought to you by Hacking Law for individuals who want to come and stay in the U.S. Hacking Law fights for immigrants every day. Visit them at hackingimmigrationlaw.com. This is Stories of New Americans with Ron Clutho on News Talk STL. Okay, welcome back. We're talking with Yuri Bolato from South Korea originally. And let's talk about how and when and why you came to the United States. You're working for 20 years as a social worker in South Korea. Then you found yourself in St. Louis. How did that come about? Oh, at the time, I was very um, struggling about my promotion, and I had a trouble in one time in the United States. I, at the time, I had a relationship with a, uh, it's just a friend. Uh, he is my husband now. Uh, um, He's American. Yeah, I met him here, and... You we, came here on a vacation first? Yeah, on a vacation, and then we talked about the, for the future, and I said to him, I want to go to the France for studying again. And next two, after two days, he told me, why don't you come to the United States? And maybe we can live together. And that was kind of a purpose. And kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then after 2009, uh, and then after uh, 2008, we got married in December, and I moved this year to 2009. So... I didn't go to France. I'm living here. You never did go to France. Yeah. Oh no, I traveled there. I traveled there a long time ago. But this this yeah, post trip didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. Okay. Well, your your heart was in France, but how was it coming to America? Was that was that tough? No, I think actually I I really enjoy living here. I love Saint Louis. Saint Louis kind of city, like a countryside half and city side half. I really like that because my my heart is going to the country and my dad's side, I really enjoy the city, seeing something. Uh-huh. And so that's why I really love San Luis. San Luis okay. very, very intelligent city. Oh. Okay. I love that. Yeah. You came in 2008? Yeah, 2008. Okay. How was your English at that time? At the time, actually my... um. Major was French. Right. My second major was English. So uh was not that influently, but I didn't have much problem mm-hmm. to speak English with my family, and I was okay. Uh, what, what what were your first days or weeks in America like? Was it were they were there some big cultural differences you noticed, or were there any challenges? Um. Uh, I found a lot, uh, some of them different than Korea, and the first thing I was shocked. There are so many people uh, kind of obsessed to the sports. 
Oh, here? Yeah, so, yeah here. Yeah, Korean people, they like sports. Uh-huh. But here, it's just, it was my feeling. They are obsessed to the sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of sports, yeah, like baseball, hockey. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Koreans are obsessed with baseball now, too, uh, though, aren't they? Yeah, but we have a certain sport they are crazy about that. But Americans, they are all sports they are obsessed. <laughs> so there was a, it, it was a good thing. Uh-huh. It looks like a very optimistic scene to me. Yeah. And I, I like that. And the other one, and there are so many parks good to work. Oh. And uh, I have some problem, uh, like kind of my body, but it's really good to me. I work uh, Got a one copy and then walk around near my house. Mm-hmm. I feel like really, really good. So it's, okay. it's a good thing. Are there not a lot of parks in your hometown in Korea? Yeah, we don't have that much though because, you know, Korea is a pretty small country. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have a lot of high rise mm-hmm. apartment, mm-hmm. not like. So like a house with the garden. Yeah. Not like this. We yeah. have a high rise apartment. So many. Many, uh. many, many, yeah. So it, it's a funny funny thing. Is my uh, father, you know, he passed away now. He visited Korea for the first time. He asked me, what is the old dad, high-rise buildings? That was the apartment. Mm. He didn't know that. Yeah. And he asked me, what is that, Yuri? And that's his Korea. Yeah, I, I've heard that from other people that come here from, like, Japan. They say there's so much green space here. Yeah, so oh. so nice, yeah. yeah. I love that. So nice and it's, it's really fresh air. Yeah. I couldn't work anywhere with my dog. And and also they are very dog friendly. Yeah? Here? Yeah, here. What about Korea? Not so much? Um, when when I was young and it's dogs, they are just uh, playing outside. We didn't live together inside. Oh. But here we have, they are doing that. Yeah, like a, like a family. family. Yeah, the <laughs> member of family. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, so um, I have a lot of good feelings. Okay. Was it easy to make friends here with Americans? Uh, it's kind of difficult to me. Oh. Uh, 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 I don't know. My feeling is San Luis people, they are kind of a little stubborn. So, stubborn? Yeah, stubborn. This, this is my feeling. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like that. It's so that's why for the first day, I thought we made a lot of good conversation. Uh-huh. And I thought, I felt, oh, we became friends. Yeah. And the next time I met her and he again, it looks like yeah. <laughs> it acted like a stranger. Yeah. I was very confused. Oh, yeah. my God, we are not friends. It's uh, I think, yeah, a good I, feeling. I, I think a lot, of, a lot of Americans here, we... We have a lot. We have a lot of, quote unquote, friends. Maybe many, too many, but a lot of them are not that deep. Whereas, in I think in oh. Korea, maybe in a lot of countries, you have fewer friends, but you're, yeah. yeah, really closer to them. That's right. That's right. I don't know. We our definition of friendship maybe is a little bit broader. Now here. I understand. Yeah. At the, for the first time, as much almost 15 years ago, yeah. yeah. At the time, I felt like uh, a little. Weird, but now yeah. totally understand that it's different culture. Yeah, yeah. I have a hard time with that too, to be honest with you. Like it, oh. these people that you met, that did you meet them just like walking your dog or something that you thought no. were friends, or was it more actually 
neighborhood, they are very kind. They are very friendly. So I didn't expect maybe more than that. So that's why this my maybe that was my, yeah. my misunderstanding. Yeah. So I feel like they are all all the time friendly to me. But the other one, that was the maybe different situation. I expected maybe too much though. But now I understand that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. When I was growing up, neighbors knew each other. We'd spend time together. But even, I mean, even it's not it's not just because you're from another country. I think a lot of Americans are like that more with each other than they were before. They're just not don't have the time or the energy or whatever to, you know, hang out with neighbors that much like we used to. I don't know. I don't know. It's a different. That was that is the one of the different culture. Yeah, we didn't do much close relationship with neighbor. My husband told me why you didn't say to say hello to her. The neighbor. Why should I do that? Yeah, at town he asked. Yeah, it's me confusing like, to he, know. <laughs> he he think he thought maybe I'm rude, but oh. I thought why should I do that all the time? She didn't say hello. Also, why are you all the time blame me? That's a, it's a kind of funny. It's situation. a fine line. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's hard to navigate that sometimes, even for native-born people like me. <laughs> um, how big is the Korean community in St. Louis? Do you know? Oh, there are a lot. Uh, not not from the population. Yeah, they are moving. It's kind of a lot of students. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's so not, not from, yeah, maybe. yeah, it's not permanent. It's a, they, they are moving. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know, but maybe 5,000, including some mm-hmm. students and, yeah, yeah, five or 6,000. Is, do you know if there is a, like a community association, any formal group that has activities like festivals or? Yeah, several years or? ago, we had a Korean American Association in San Luis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know that one uh, Mr. Lee, he owned his own company, also he published uh, and some newspaper for them. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I think they didn't. Mm. I don't know about that at the time. It was. Are there are there like Korean? Um... Independence Day celebrations or Christmas or holiday gatherings that you know in the community? Yeah, I, I knew it at the time. He published the uh, Korean American newspaper, oh, so that's why I read all the time. Mm-hmm. So I knew what it ha- what happened here. But nowadays, he stopped to, oh. for publishing. So that's why I I didn't hear that much, though. Mm. And, and also, I know that Japanese, they have uh, their own festival. It's very active, yeah? Mm-hmm. But I didn't see Korean. Mm. Mm. They are doing that. I didn't see. Okay. Um, we have Korean restaurants in St. Louis, yeah. right? Do you, are they, have you been to them and are they authentic or are they more like American style Korean? They have a two or three Korean restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, one is kind of a little fancy. And the other one is very casual. Which one would you recommend that has the most uh, authentic? It's near Fifi. On the Fifi over there, it's called Han Udan. It's called Udan. Udan. Yeah, Udan. It's, uh, I heard the owner, she she is artist, and she has a good decoration inside and a lot of uh, selection of the food. Okay. And they like that. But the other one, 
As Asian kitchen is kind of a casual. Yeah. What are what are some typical Korean foods that you recommend people try? Korean food kind of like a unique uh, sense, yeah. Like uh, you know, the kimchi is very famous. So, yeah, it's very strong smell, but it's very delicious. Mm. Uh, and then Korean BBQ. Bulgogi. Yeah, and they used a lot of both spicy sauce to the. It's a Korean hot chicken, it's really good. Mm. I love that. Oh, that's kind of a new trend, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really good. And uh-huh. also, they have a lot of soup style mm. and a, like a kind of a snack style gimbap and japchae. Uh huh. Yeah. Those are like noodles, right? Yeah, noodle with a lot of veggie and a beef, some meat. Mm, so, hungry. <laughs> Um, Yuri, did you ever feel any discrimination here as a as an immigrant or as an Asian person? Actually, I didn't have that situation because I my, my guess is my husband he's American. Mm-hmm. So when I work, when I go to the grocery everywhere, I'm going with my husband. Mm-hmm. So that is um, maybe it's half to me. They didn't do that, mm-hmm. but. My case, I didn't have that much, though. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I didn't hear also from my coworkers, my Korean friends. They didn't say about that. Okay. When you when you do meet Americans and when you talk to them, do they, and they they know that you're from Korea, do they ask you questions about Korea? Or what, what, do they, what do they say or what do they ask when they learn that you're from Korea, if anything? They already knew a lot of, they knew already about Korea a lot of. Because one of my coworkers, she told me her daughter, she's crazy about Korea because of the like K-pop. K-pop is very popular here, and they love that some Korean food, also, yeah. you know, K-drama. Have you ever? How do you explain this K-pop phenomenon? Kore- K-pop meaning Korean pop, right? Like yeah, K-pop, pop is Korean pop. Yeah, it's pretty popular here now too. Yeah, because it's a, I. Told you already, and Bangtan and uh, like a PST, BTS. Are those groups? Yeah, there's groups. It's all guys, uh-huh. very handsome, cutie guys, and <laughs> so young channels, they're crazy about them. Uh-huh. But they are not my um, music trend, but anyway. And they had a performance a lot of cities, uh, Chicago and Europe and United, uh, UK. Mm-hmm. So they know that. And you mentioned Korean drama too? Like Yeah, Korean drama is very, very popular here. Yeah. They call it K-drama. K-drama. And you know, Netflix, uh, they are trying to catch the Korean directors, actors, actresses mm-hmm. because they know that they can sell mm-hmm. on the Netflix. It can make money. So, <laughs> even if my uh, mother, you know, she's American, huh? she recommended one Korean drama to me. Really? Yeah, I watched that. I binge watched it. That was binge really watched good. watched it. Was it good? <laughs> yeah, she recommended it to me. It was really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to check some of that out sometime. Do you, have you gone back to visit Korea, your family? Yeah, last April, I visited Korea to my hometown. Had it uh, changed over the last 15, so, 20 years? So, so much changed because my hometown is kind of three cities merged. They made a big like this, you know, it's now one city like a bit. They, they changed so much. So it's my hometown. It's one of the famous city. Every travelers they want to go. 
Oh. So I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. And it was a short trip, only two weeks. So I didn't do that much. Mm-hmm. But I visited my uh, favorite restaurant and mm-hmm. met one or two family, out mm-hmm. friends and family. I had a fun time. Now, we talked a little bit before about how the Korea, South Korea's um, birth rate is so low. I think it's the lowest in the world. And they're lose, actually losing population. And you had some ideas about why that might be happening. Um, I think Korea, there are young generations. They are enjoying, uh, oh, no, no, no. Many South Korean young generations are delaying marriage and uh, having uh, children because due to increasing job and insecurity to your jobs. Job insecurity. Yeah. And then unaffordable to your housing. Oh. So that's why they are worried about their jobs for the first time, not marriage, not children. Yeah. So that's why it happened mm-hmm. more and more. Yeah, it's really low. Yeah. yeah. I just read so that They are worried about week. And they pay for money over, yeah, everyone child they for money yeah so they have five they can make money you this is kind of weird my but, backfire but <laughs> they are doing that now. yeah let me ask you one last question what's the best and worst thing about living in america one good thing uh, there are a lot of job opportunity for example um actually i worked at some company but nowadays their business is really slow mm-hmm. some i'm on follow but if I want, I can try to get a, a lot of new opportunity. This yeah. is a job market is mm-hmm. really huge, and there are so many different jobs. Yeah. So it, it's a really good thing. And mm-hmm. also they don't care about that, like uh, where I came from and what mm-hmm. a kind of uh, my uh, former history. They really don't care. They trained. It says they trained them, and yeah. we can get a, a lot of good new chance. Yeah, and so that's a good thing. Maybe a bad thing is they wouldn't accept your um your your college transcripts after. <laughs> oh no no that is that's okay. That was okay. That's a long time ago. Yeah. It happened, but I totally understood yeah. understand that. Okay. And all right, well, I think we're out of time, unfortunately. But I really appreciate your your coming in to talk with us today. And um, thanks for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to Stories of New Americans on News Talk STL 101.9, 94.1. Stories of New Americans with Ron Clutho on News Talk STL.